Welcome to my podcast, The Awaken Life Project. My name is Monica Matea and I'm transformational health and life coach, helping professional and ambitious people to step into their life with amazing health, clarity and purpose. The Awaken Life Project has been born out of the dream to create legacy and inspire hundreds of people to fulfill their potential using not only scientific mindset tools that work, but intuition too. My dream is for you to connect with your body, mind and spirit on the level you have not yet explored. So are you ready? Hello and welcome into the next episode of my podcast and this is part two of the four-part series where we are setting goals for our uh, and resolution for the year uh, 2024 and I hope that your resolutions are going well. I think I've met, um, I've seen so many posts about setting resolutions, obviously everyone is focused on health but uh, at the moment as usual. But I think, you know, um, it's good to have intentions. It's good to have resolutions. And if that feels right for you, this is something that definitely helped me in my life to progress, be a better person and have some kind of personal growth over the years rather than just floating without any intentions. So that's me. um, But you have to ask yourself if this is something uh, and that works for you. And I explore a little bit on that and the mindset for setting the the goals uh, over the last two episodes, I think, of my podcast. So go back if you feel like you're not sure about the mindset of setting goals overall then um, please do listen to other uh, to other podcasts and leave me a review, subscribe. It would be fantastic to be in touch with you um, for a longer period of time. So today I'm setting the goals for faith and spiritual life. So just to put, put these things into context, it has been one of the hardest episodes I have scripted and thought about it and I think recorded, I don't know, a few times because I don't want to make it too personal because in the end of the day, I'm setting the context, but my context not necessarily matters. It matters. What matters is where you are in a whole of the um, situation and whether you want to grow your faith. And I presume you won't because you you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So just the context, I'm born a Catholic and but my faith really considerably has grown over the last few years. So I was baptized when I was a little baby and then I went to the Holy Communion and all of that. But then after that, you basically drop it and you don't learn anything more about the Bible, the scriptures, especially as an adult. And I think this is where sometimes the problem lies, that people don't pursue a little bit more knowledge and understanding what is written in the Bible and don't do any studies. And then we are just lost in the uh, flow of everyday life. Um, but I've used modern technology of apps and podcasts and they were keeping me on track. I subscribed to the podcast, um, the Bible in a year last year. And then the moment I'm doing catechism in a year with Father uh, Mike Schmidt and it's a revelation. Absolutely fantastic. I know that it may not be always easy um, to look into that, but I think you just have to ask yourself the question like, am I looking something more from from my life uh, or I want to discover what my purpose is Uh, well uh, the other thing is do I feel like there is some misalignments in my life and thinking something is not wrong but something is wrong but I don't necessarily know what that is so this is 
how you may potentially, um, why you may be potentially rediscovering your own spiritual life. Yeah, I think there is a great need for it. It's not always spiritual life is connected to um, religious life because, uh, let's face it, it's not always easy and not everyone wants to be connected to any religion for various reasons but one of them I would presume is politics. I think a religion has been politicized very very much so greatly and has been used as a tool by different parties by different governments and countries but it shouldn't. The, the marriage between religion and politics is always bad but we know the countries which are political and religious at the same time and they don't see any other way um, and they and we not necessarily support this kind of um, way of governing I would say um, so in my opinion it's never never a good marriage between politics and religion and I think that both should be um, separate I know I was through that kind of um, secular spiritual life doing manifestation and affirmations when I was basically putting out some statements and meditations to the universe seeking some answers and just basically consolation but then I ask myself that what am I doing I know how to pray I know my Christian values so why don't I pray and why don't I put the worship in the center of my practice and that's another context for you. So you may have a certain philosophy in life. So as philosophy is a set of values you follow. So as long as I'm a good, honest and hardworking person, I don't need any religion, right? So that's okay in a sense that, yes, the values are good, but they are not the same as religion, which basically puts worship in the center of um, the kind of the ful fulfillment and love of God. So yes, values are very, very important, but we are, worship is the only possible response to God who reveals himself to us. And worship, prayers, it's not for God, it's for us and our salvation. And worship is our sacrifice of what we have the best to God. And it's all about what we can give. So that's why we go in the, for example, Sunday, when it's such a sacred time with family or whatever, we go, we go and give our time to God. But we should be really giving that every day in, in our prime times, right? And, and understanding what is what else I can give. I mean, Catholic and being Catholic and generally Christian is the life of service. So the question is how you can deepen your spiritual life and your faith. Uh, you may be asking yourself who I am and why I'm here and what is my purpose. So over the years I tried to live without faith and not wanting to go to church or being involved in the community. It was really a miserable life because no matter what I had and where I went, it was never enough. So neither in love with my life, nor being satisfied with what I had. I was just grumpy, never happy, overly ambitious, never humble, rarely, uh, rarely grateful. So I was baffling a lot with exercise, work, food to feel, to like feel the emptiness I was feeling. So even my church community was feeling distant um, as I was thinking, well, you're not in touch with real life problems. You don't know what the problems are and there is no way you can relate to them. And of course, this was so far from the truth. 
So in this podcast, I want you to encourage encourage you to explore your spiritual life in the context of the religion beyond any institution, beyond what is going on in the modern world and the views you may have on life, um, because all of that is very subjective. So the purpose of this podcast uh, and here when I'm talking to you is your own exploration and to accept the truth that God exists and what it does mean for your own life beyond any matter and materialistic life. Your life, first of all, is not accidental. And when you look into the science, the science believes that certain that the world and life was being created accidental. And I don't believe that. It's just life without hope. So our life has been created for a purpose. So how can you establish growing in faith goals so that you can uh, ground yourself in it? So in order to allow more exploration and grounding yourself in faith, like with anything else, is just getting healthier, for example, is a daily routine. So over the past year, I sign up to listen to podcast Bible in a Year every day and together with a reflection from Father Mike Schmitz. And it has been revelation for sure. And uh, it made me realize how much I needed that every day, because if you leave uh, Bible on the shelf if you feel like religion or believing in God is going to church on Sunday which I have been I've been believing for years then you're gonna feel empty you're gonna feel like there is nothing else and then on top of that you see religion as being used as a political tool and you think like that's it I'm out right so I needed that because my thoughts were just all over the place, in the same place everyone's thoughts are, why I need religion in my life, why I need worship. And I was questioning everything, including my own faith and beliefs, causing constant anxiety and doubt. I was losing so much energy on that, that I just said, I don't want that. Another tool I have been using is... Um, hello app and it's so good it has shorter longer prayers and a lot of personal growth and development studies to help you to understand for example what is the true happiness but one of the things I was following was, was by Lee Darrow and she is the American life coach and she's a Christian woman who actually lost her child and you know this is amazing because you have so many stories of people who who have been through immense pain, unimaginable pain, but still believing because God um, and, and faith gives them hope, basically. Anyway, she had this routine challenge for seven days. And I found it really, although a lot of the concepts I already know, um, it opened my eyes a little bit. So that's the challenge in 2024, actually on the Hello app so you can listen for 20 minutes every day to just set your mind right, right from the beginning. So in her words, by aligning our habits with the principles and teachings found within God's word, we create a framework that supports our spiritual growth, cultivates discipline and honors our relationship with him. And another one, when our actions and endeavors are steered by God and his sacred word, it leads us to a more peaceful and restful state of mind. So your routine may look different, but I like to pray and listen to Bible early in the morning so that my mind is set for the day. I also like sitting in silence as with all the noise I cannot hear God's word and what he's saying to me. 
I also like short reflection at the end of the day so that I can make improvements um, the next day. Religious life is a big challenge sometimes, but it's also a massive personal growth because God wants us by his grace to be perfect by improving every day. So growing in faith is one of the biggest personal growth development programs you can ever embark on to prepare for eternal life and salvation. Like with all of those routines, sometimes you ask a question, so what would be the benefit of that? First of all, un unless un until you embark on the journey, you won't know. I didn't know what benefits I'm gonna get and ever ever if I ever gonna sustain 365 days of listening to the Bible. Um, so I was I just didn't know when I embarked, but I wanted to do something because, as I said, I was in that mental anguish and constant question, anxiety. And also when you meet with people who don't believe or just question religion, mistake taking as, as a as a politics uh, by mistake, then you just want to be grounded in it because it's very easy if you don't do that work to self-doubt and generally doubt everything. And it's just not good. And it wasn't good for me. So first of all, what I gained, freedom from obsessing over things. So in other words, keeping modern life idols happy, right? We all have some life idols and especially women, we are experts in obsessing. So we can obsess over neatness, cleanliness, avoiding germs, over our looks, our houses, our husbands, our children. So whatever we put our hearts into, whatever occupies our thoughts and desires, whatever becomes a priority in our lives over that of loving God is something we obsess over. So that was words written by Cindy and I will put the link to her article in the show notes, but it has been difficult article to read because I'm not a person who like, oh, tell me 10 things to do and I will do them. It's just like, no, 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 I have to find my own way. <laughs> but in the end, it's probably going to go into those 10 things anyway, but I have to find my own path to it. And a little bit of um, rebel and um, uh, that kind of person. But this is a challenge as we live in a highly materialistic world and keeping up with the Joneses is still well and alive. Therefore, your daily routine is much needed to direct your thoughts to be a true follower of Christ. So another benefit I gained so much is the freedom from judgment. Of course, this is work in progress. We can judge everyone and everything all the time, 24-7. And it just leaves us in, in kind of difficult position because we lose so much energy over the things we cannot control. Absolutely not. I can't tell you the times I was worrying, I was angry with something, I didn't sleep even because something happened or something, somebody said something and I said like, I can't do anything about it, right? So I can only um, really transform the thoughts I have on that uh, in my own mind so that I live in a kind of calm state of mind, right? If it is fully um, uh, embraced and emerged, uh, immersed, sorry, in, in the love, so, uh, in the God's love. So freedom from judgment. This one is hard as we naturally tend to judge others as we want to control them and influence their lifestyle, lifestyle and choices. But we know that it's not possible. So it is causing so much miser misery for so many people. So you are not God, so leave judging to him. 
be grounded in your own practice and love others no matter what. We may be obsessing also over others not living a Christian life. So again, this has been a revelation that Cindy from the same article, which you will find the link in the show notes, is uh, that's what she writes. Just because I have personal convictions that prevent me from going certain places, drinking certain substances and succumbing to certain fashions doesn't mean others are wrong or less Christian who exercise their liberties in Christ and choose to do things differently than me. The Apostle Paul told Christ followers in Galatians uh, chapter 5 verse um, 1, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. So set of laws you believe you must follow in order to earn God's approval. Christ showed grace to the sinner, to the new believer who was ignorant and to the follower whose heart was right before him. The only people Jesus didn't show grace and patience toward were the religious people who were proud of themselves for keeping the rules and looked down on others whom they didn't believe were as holy as themselves. And let go and breathe. Yeah. So I want these words to sink in because I was speeding up a lot um, talking about that. But this is so, so important. Being free of judgment and leave it up to God to judge and people at the time it comes. But in the end, God loves everyone, right? And therefore how we can say that something is right right or wrong um, by certain standards. Of course, we know that, we know that from the Bible, but then how this, how we apply this to our lives may look differently how others apply it. So these are, of course, only few But those two definitely allow me to release my worry and pessimistic view on life and open my heart to love others as they are. We have a lot of big, big societal problems in our times. And of course, I think I will just shortly address the elephant in the room. But this requires a little bit more insight and understanding of the whole situation. But over and over again, we see people who preach Christian values, but they go deeper and deeper into deprivation themselves, making a mockery of what the Christian faith truly is. Of course, we I don't judge them because they will be judged. But it concerns me and it really sometimes worries me. But the thing is, um, I should. this is really an instant thought which I let go of because it's not my place to worry and not my place to judge. But the truth is that we live in modern secular and highly relative society that people who once believed in Christian values do not necessarily live by them anymore and somehow they are blind to the wrongdoing, living in a kind of nightmarish cognitive dissonance that faith does not apply to all areas of my life only some. And a lot of people live by relativism, that is the truth and value they create themselves, no matter how wrong it is, 
And therefore, as we are embracing more tolerant and accepting society, even of wrongdoings and against common values, we do not question that. But of course, we should question ourselves first before we start uh, questioning other people uh, and their choices and their morals. But we also lost that ability to the um, for the unemotional discourse when it comes to it. Religion and politics will always be in the kind of the realm of controversy and personal opinions. A normal discussion is rarely allowed to be instigated and properly explored. Quite often we have, oh, this place is free from religion and politics because we have no idea how to discuss it in a proper way because it's so emotionally charged. So definitely religion and together with the politics, those um, those areas may you know push emotional buttons. Um, but I want you to take a deep breath and explore your faith beyond that and you will be free. So I want to leave you with the following scripture text from Isaiah. Uh, chapter 41, uh, paragraph 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And of course, for you others, because there are so many parts I would like to end this episode with. Let go of self-doubt, fear and complacency. Embrace the quit, the resilience and the unshakable resolve to live a life that leaves a lasting impact. The Bible says that all, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. No one is perfect. Everyone has sinned, has struggles and has a past. But thankfully, God, because of his grace and mercy, loves and forgives us despite our failings. But God, being rich in mercy for his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead through our sins, gave us life together with Christ. By grace you have salvation. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4 to 5. So I wanted to finish with that. And uh, I want to... I want you to maybe take a deep breath after this episode, maybe listen to it again and think like, oh, that was rich, that was heavy, right? And maybe put some thoughts on the paper. What do you think about it? Where you are in your life? Is this useful? Not really. It doesn't convince me at all. I mean, we are at a different stages of our life and that's, that's mine, I guess. But I know that so many are... People are searching for the answers um, because we cannot live by flesh and, and, you know, food alone. We need something more. So have a lovely week and share this with anyone that might need it and subscribe for more. Take care. Have a lovely week and until next time.